Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. In the late 18th century, William Wilberforce was converted. Almost single-handedly, he broke the shackles of slavery. People there were just totally different. We are looking at the footprint of God over the last 2,000 years. Since the Roman legion destroyed Jerusalem in the year 70 A.D., the Jewish people have a nation of their own. And he said, well, no, Randy, we're not all just faking it. There is a living hope, and his name is Jesus. And I believe that that's really why you're here. Christ died for us. History Makers. Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're chatting up with Hans Munnegren, who is part of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. And, of course, the, uh, the big Franklin Graham tour is coming up in fre- February around Australia. And I'm excited about what God is going to do in our nation. Hans is out in Australia uh, for a, a season to uh, help uh, get things moving along. It's great to have you with us, Hans. Welcome to the program. Uh, let's find out a bit of your Thank story. You. Whereabouts were you born and raised? Oh, I was born and raised in, 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 out in the rural areas of western, uh, southwestern Sweden. Mm-hmm. And, uh, not far from Oslo, the capital of Norway. And then, uh, yeah, just out in, in, uh, a rural setting. Very nice. Fantastic. And tell us a bit about your, uh, upbringing. Uh, did you have a religious upbringing? I had a very wonderful, wonderful, uh, family. Parents, great parents. They were teachers, but also very active in the Lutheran local church. Uh, so I grew up with, uh, I would say, better, better than, better than nominal. In other, I wouldn't say it's, it wasn't a, a real evangelical commit, committed family, but uh, very, very good morals and everything. I didn't know exactly, you know, when I came to the Lord at, at, at that point, I was longing to be uh, a believer. I believed in God, um, and yet I wasn't ready to make a commitment. So, but when I was 20, I had an encounter with God. I happened to be in a singing group, singing behind a preacher. And the preacher basically says, God wants every moment, every second, every millisecond of your life. And I was thinking, yeah, that's what I want. So I surrendered my life when I was 20. had no idea what it meant, but I said, whatever the cost, Lord, I'm yours. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was that was you know you never know what 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 you're what you're into, but uh, that was a very significant. Uh, I had no idea how that actually came about. I just know that the Holy Spirit met me, Jesus met me that moment, and from then on things started changing. I wouldn't say it was an overnight uh, transformation, but it was clearly that something had happened in my life, so that I was now starting to change and and choosing totally different things, and the Word of God came alive for me. And tell us what, what kind of changes happened. Like, did your friends and family notice a difference? What happened? Well, you know, it was, it was sort of a little bit gradual, but yes, my, my, you know, in, in one moment, I mean, I, I had made a commitment when it came to staying away from, from things that I formerly had done and, uh, and choose purity and... and, and 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 uh, you know a different life mm-hmm. and uh, my brother said to me <laughs> he will have to admit that he said it because he said you know if you you're so weird I, we can't continue to have fellowship he said <laughs> and uh, and eventually um the interesting thing was that i had normally would say yeah this is so important that i i have to sort of back back off a little bit but this time i felt strongly so i said you know what brother i love you but in this case, it, this is the word of God. This is the truth. 
and I'm actually not going to be able to to compromise on this. Mm. And uh, and then you know just a few minutes later, our neighbor called us in for coffee, and and uh, he laid his arm around me and said, you know what. It would be too bad if we couldn't have fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> and by God's grace, not necessarily my testimony, but uh, his life changed just a few months later. He he actually came to faith in the Lord, and and, and his life changed greatly as well. And my sister, um, you know, also came came to a uh, surrendered life to uh, you know for Christ. And of course, my my mother was already a believer, and then my father just before he died. Uh, made a commitment to, uh, or I should say, he was he was he didn't have assurance of salvation, but then he received that before he died, mm. which was wonderful. In a sense, our whole family changed, mm. um, and not necessarily only or even mainly because of me, but but at least God started doing things that were very exciting in our family. And it's so often the case when uh, one person comes to Christ, the whole family will be transformed. Uh, such a great testimony. And tell us a bit about how you got into ministry. Yeah, you know, I was actually in a reluctant a reluctant uh, person in that way. I didn't really want to. But there were two things I didn't want to do. I, didn't, I did not want to be a teacher because my mom and dad were teachers. And then I didn't want to be a, pa- a pastor, priest, or whatever the, you call it in, in the Lutheran Church. And therefore, uh, I was very reluctant. I thought, you know, I'll have my career, and, and then I'll make money, and then I sort of, on the side, I will serve the Lord. Well, God had other plans, so it was quite dramatic. It's a long story short. Uh, I finally gave up one day when when I had gotten a no to another job that I was, it was yeah, I was too late in applying for. But um, then I basically surrendered and said, oh, okay, Lord. If you have no one else, I, I will do it. But then God actually confirmed the calling with 24, in less than 24 hours. I had a phone call out of the blue, completely out of the blue, from a lady who was a chairman of a church and basically said, I have no idea where you are in your life, she says, but we need a pastor to train our people for an evangelistic campaign. Do, do you, where are you? But would you be able to come and help us? And basically it was like, okay, God, I get, I get it. <laughs> So suddenly, I was in, in, in a ministry. I was a pastor for several, several years in Sweden, and then eventually I got involved with uh, Billy Graham, and that was actually also dramatic, but I'll take the short version. Namely, uh, in 1992-93, I was involved in a couple of satellite campaigns that actually went around Europe and then around the world, and, and uh, ended up uh, being so blessed by the relationships with all of the people all over pastors and leaders all over Europe and eventually I um, was asked to come and join the team actually with Samaritan's Purse to develop the evangelistic components for for the Operation Christmas Child which I know the Australians are are are, uh, are very well aware of and actually that was the first time I came to Sydney I came to Sydney and Brisbane in um, probably 2003 or four or so, mm-hmm. and I worked with uh, with that, and then eventually I I uh, got moved over to to a couple of other projects, and then eventually ended up in 2012. I ended up directing a crusade, or now we didn't don't call it that, but the festival for Franklin Graham in mm-hmm. South Sudan, which was a beautiful experience, and mm-hmm. God just absolutely unplugged. And we had a wonderful time of uh, almost 100,000 people in two days. Fantastic. Mm. 
A lot of people don't realise the connection between the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and Samaritan's Purse. Uh, and right. I, I just love the fact that one focuses on preaching the gospel, the other one focuses on caring for the poor and, and also sees a lot of people come to Christ through that ministry. I, Absol- I went, abs- absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, I, Matt, you're right. I went to uh, Cambodia uh, with uh, Samaritan's Purse a couple of years back and was just so impressed with, you know, the shoeboxes getting handed out and the children getting impacted, but then seeing that all these kids get little gospel uh, magazines and all these churches are being planted. Like, it's a massive harvest field through that ministry, isn't it? Amen, amen, yes. And, you know, our our discipleship program with that, I say ours because I have my office at Samaritan's Purse, but I work for Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, but... The discipleship program for children called the Greatest Journey mm. is one of the best uh, one of the best tools for evangelism and discipleship that I actually have seen for children. Mm. Now, of course, I haven't seen all of them, but I I recommend uh, you know look, go and look it up. The Greatest Journey, uh, if it's a fabulous tool. Mm. It's wonderful. Such a great ministry. And I've had the privilege of traveling around Australia as well with uh, Will Graham. Uh, We've been to Broken Hill. We've been to Alice Springs. uh, We've been Uh to Kalgoorlie. And wherever Will goes, there's a real unity in the churches. There's a real uh, sense of, uh, you know, uh, God moving and and many come to Christ. And uh, he's, of course, got the gift from his dad and his granddaddy, which he calls him. Uh, And No, uh, he he actually got it. Matt, I'll stop you there yes. because he actually got it from God. From God, yes, that's right. <laughs> I should I should correct that. That's right. <laughs> uh, and he's so well loved. He, he definitely has a calling. Uh, he is a great guy. He's a great young guy and has a heart for mm. the gospel. Uh, now, Franklin Graham did come out to Australia many years ago, uh, but yeah. he's, he's coming back, and I know that they've got the Planet Shakers worship band are going to be traveling with him and the Crowder yeah. band, uh, David Crowder, well-known Christian artist. Yes. Um, and yeah. it's going to be all around Australia in February from February 9 to February 24. Uh, it's yeah. going to be a massive event. Tell us a bit about the uh, the preparations. I know they've got the uh, Christian Life and Witness course. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so, you know, we have the six cities, Perth, Darwin, um, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide, and Sydney. Mm-hmm. And we, we have right now uh, Christian Life and Witness classes going on. And, 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 you know, it's very exciting because one of the things that we see is that a lot of people are stuck you know, a lot of people want to be on fire and want to be mature and want to be witnessing, but they, ne- and, you know, many times people get stuck in, in, in being good friends and, and it's hard to get to that point where you actually say, well, would you come with me and hear, and hear the gospel or whatever? So we actually believe that that is a very important, and actually that's the, cr- the crux of the matter, if you will. And we, we believe that these courses are what makes the difference. Otherwise, you know, we can have events. And we don't take that. Don't that doesn't take a lot of time to to prepare, perhaps. But in this case, we take plenty of time to mobilize and, and to challenge churches and grassroots. Just anyone who is a believer can come to these. There's no there's no commitment in the sense that you have to, to commit ahead of time. But we we uh, in this Christian Life of Witness classes, we also have a major component, which is actually our focus component, and that's we call it Be an Andrew. And that is actually challenging people, both pastors to mobilize people, but also to the, for everyone in the church to say, I can be an Andrew. I would like to be an Andrew. And, and when that happens, of course, you see like being like Andrew in the Bible, namely, 
to bring people and introduce them to Jesus. Like he brought his brother Peter, and then he says, we have found him, we have found the Messiah, and then basically we can do the same. And it's important, you know. I think that we as modern, postmodern Christians, we are, we are not always sure that Jesus actually is alive. We think that it is a good story, and it is a good gospel, and it, you know, it is probably real, but you've got to get to the point where you actually say, yes, in the name of Jesus, I know he's alive. Mm-hmm. And that's what we are, we're, we're trying to say, it is more important that we share the gospel with our neighbors, friends, and family, and people that, 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 that don't know him yet, than, than anything else in life, you know? Yep. Because people actually are lost without mm-hmm. Jesus, according to Jesus himself. I mean, you only have to take the two verses, John three sixteen. For, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And then John fourteen six, you know, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. I mean, you know, if you only have those two verses, that's enough for us to be motivated. But there is, there is in our minds, Matt, in our minds we have the challenge of saying, oh, you know, I don't know if I dare this, and we are more concerned sometimes about our friends liking us than hearing the truth. And the reality is that our friends wouldn't expect anything less of us than telling them the truth. Mm. So therefore, we are trying to say, whatever you hear in your mind about, yes, tomorrow, you know, I can do it tomorrow. Maybe I can do it later. Maybe not. It's not the right time. Those are not words of God say, telling you, yeah, there's a better time coming down the road. No, that's not the word. That's not God speaking to your mind. That's, that's actually, it's the best case scenario. It's yourself. Worst case scenario, it's, it's the devil. So we have to we have to work on that and say, you know, God actually wants people to know Jesus, and that's why we're doing this tour. Is that we want to we want to rock in the name of Jesus. We want to rock the cities, of course, and we want to rock, and we and therefore we say, you can be an Andrew. Let's be Andrews. Love it. Let's be Andrews and invite our friends and neighbors. And you know, we have seen it, uh, Matt. We saw it in Lisbon. We just had a big festival there, and. And, and instead of, of having two meetings, we had four meetings. Instead of having 14,000 in two meetings, we had 28,000 in four meetings in two, in two days. Mm. Because people were praying for their friends and brought them. And, and, and the results were, were amazing. And we say, hallelujah, praise the Lord. It's all about him. It's all about what he is doing. But we, we must do the, the part that we can do. And that is that we say, yes, Jesus, you can use me. You can... Mm you can use me as an Andrew. Well, we are encouraging everyone to get along to these Christian Life and Witness courses all around Australia. Uh, What's the website for people to go to if they want to find out more information? All right, I'm going to have to look here so I I spell it right. No, it's grahamtour.com.au. Very simply, grahamtour.com.au. You go to that site and then you click for uh, what, what's going on and how to get involved. And it's uh, Christian Life and Witness classes, and there are schedules for the whole, for the whole country. You can, you can put your, uh, just p- click one of the cities, the cities that you're closest to, mm-hmm. and you can find a location. Now, let me tell you this too, just very quickly. Uh, those locations are the ones that we have predetermined. Right now we have 12 of them in Brisbane, and then we have you know probably 
a, a similar amount in all the other cities. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we are also having at least 40 locations that are asking for, for, for uh, additional training. So we will continue. But uh, these are the first, uh, first ones in Sydney and Perth and, and Melbourne. They're already rolling. And in, in I think it's Dar- Darwin here in Adelaide, we, we are about to start. And we will start in Br- Brisbane. We'll start on the 12th. And I believe that the other the other cities you can see it on on the website thegrahamtour.com.au and yeah. then Facebook as well Billy Graham Evangelistic Association N A N Z mm-hmm. you just go to Facebook Billy Graham Evangelistic Association A N Z which is Australia and New Zealand wonderful well it's going to be a, a great opportunity to equip people with these Christian Life and Witness classes. So search that up online. And also, of course, in February when Franklin Graham is travelling around Australia, uh, I know uh, there's an opportunity for churches to actually book uh, ahead and uh, try and get a whole bunch of setting for their churches. Uh, We're going to take our church bus along and try and fill it up, you know. Uh, We're really believing. The same way Billy Graham impacted Australia uh, in 1959, we're believing we're going to see that same impact in Australia when Franklin Graham comes next year. It's going to be an absolutely awesome event. Uh, It's been great to have your uh, story with us on uh, History Makers today, Hens. I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Matt. God bless you. And let's pray that that happens. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater, and why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials, and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's Word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.